Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lug Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we're discussing Season 1, Episode 1 of Amazon series, newly adapted series, Invincible. Based off the comic book character of the same name by Robert Kirkman. Currently, it is uh, premiering on Amazon Prime Video as of March 26th. Stars Stephen Young, Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, as well as a variety of other individuals on the cast. We are just discussing Season 1, Episode 1 in this cast, so don't have to worry about spoilers for the rest of the season as well as the comic book i actually have not read the comic book so we are only discussing this strictly from the uh perspective of watching the television show so my knowledge of robert kirkman is basically his involvement in a variety of properties mainly the walking dead he's also um I think he is a comic book writer on Ultimate X-Men, Irredeemable Ant-Man, Marvel Zombies. So he's also got a variety of other um, brands under his belt. So Invincible first became um, kind of under my radar. One, because they're starting to advertise it a lot more. Two, Double Toast is talking about it, and they're big podcasts I follow. Three, a lot of people in between, some of my favorite podcasters, uh, slash film cast as well, they're also talking about Invincible as well. Uh, I believe David Chen said he's doing a Winter Soldier, Captain Winter Soldier recap show um, weekly, and he had wished he had done it on Invincible. I'm not saying I'm going back and doing what he wished he would have done, We're going to do one episode right now, depending on how we're feeling on the rest of the series. Might go back and finish the very last episode and kind of do a little roundup for everyone of uh, how we're feeling. So, um, yeah, so Invincible. It is, here's the premise. Mark Grayson is a normal teenager, except for the fact that his father, Nolan, is the most powerful superhero on the planet. Shortly after his 17th birthday, Mark begins to develop his powers of his own and enters into his father's um, uh, lineage. So, the best way I could sum up this first episode of Invincible is kind of like one of many of those spinoffs that you've seen if you're familiar with the Justice League. You got to know that there are these characters, just like uh, I'm thinking of, uh, like SpongeBob. I believe did a spinoff of the Justice League. It's like the Super Friends. It's all. It's it's the. There's a Superman analog. There's someone that. It's basically a Batman analog, the Flash analog, Aquaman analog. There's all these characters that are essentially analogs of the characters that they have in. Justice League. So this first episode is kind of establishing, without going into too many spoilers yet, that there is this world that has been established. There is a Superman-like figure 
and we're following that family, mainly in the perspective of his son. So, um, his son's voiced by Stephen Young. Ironically, Stephen Young from Walking Dead fame. And he's uh, become way more famous now. <clears throat> I think he's mostly famous uh, recently for Minori. Or Minari. So let's talk about the first episode. This is where we're going to start to get into uh, spoilers for the first episode only. It's about time. When hulking villainous scientists, the Mauler twins, attack the White House, they are repelled by the guardians of the globe and Nolan slash Omni-Man, Nolan's son, Mark, who is waiting for his... Um, oh, sorry. They are repelled by the guardians of the globe and Nolan slash Omni-Man. <clears throat> it's a pretty engaging scene to have for the first... Um, little bit of introducing these uh, characters. Kind of chalking it up how I like to do it is uh, doing the pros and the cons for anybody that is new to the Luggadal podcast. I like kind of going through a little pros and cons list of things I like, things I didn't like before I go into too much more of detail of the uh, synopsis of what we're talking about. So overall, the action is what's really going to propel this. The story, this is a, there is a coming of age side to this uh, show. I believe that um, the the writing, the story, and all of the, the casting, that is really strong. Um, that, I guess, goes along with the editing as well. But kind of going, branching off from the editing, I do like the actual editing of the show. However, I feel like it's some of the pacing, which might kind of uh, tone with the music as well. I feel like the pacing of the first episode could definitely be picked up in a way. I do feel like it kind of dragged his feet in a way when I was just like, all right, I kind of feel the steps of this, what's about to happen. Uh, there's a slight predictability about it because I feel a little bit like this is <clears throat> overshadowed by the boys. And the boys have very much um, entered the realm of just kind of like uh, flip, uh, you know, flipping the narrative of superheroes. And I won't go to too much more detail about that, but it's kind of, uh, you know, made me a little bit more wary of my superheroes. Um. So uh, Nolan's son, Mark, this is voiced by Stephen Young, who is waiting for his powers to emerge, goes to school and defends a classmate, Amber Bennett, from the bully Todd, who retaliates by punching Mark to the ground until Amber saves him. Which, Mark's not very, uh, you know, he's nothing like his father at this point in the show. And it's interesting to kind of see his evolution over this uh, 40 minutes which I kind of do feel like even though it is 40 minutes <clears throat> I wish it was shorter um, and yeah Amber's like alright I'm getting the fuck out of here so um, later uh, Mark's superpowers finally emerge and he finishes work to tell his uh, parents at dinner while Nolan is initially uncertain, he still begins to train Mark on how to use them. 
you can kind of see how his father has been, uh, even from the first episode, he seems to be this skeptic. He has something against the, the team at the beginning. We're not really sure what the problem is, but um, there is some sort of friction between Omni-Man kind of being OP, maybe a little overpowered. Um, but then the Justice League together, they work phenomenally at the beginning when they're taking out the, the Mauler twins. But the um, the thing is, uh, there are these side glances that Omni-Man has, um, kind of even looking at his son, just, they really do have, with the editing, I do enjoy these little side glances, these little kicks under the table that his mother's giving by Sandra O's character. Um, so, let me see what else. Um, so, yeah, however, um, yeah, so he begins to train Mark on how to use them. Um, the slow reveal of him getting his powers is a lot of fun. I do enjoy, like, how Nolan is discovering his powers in the majority of this. It's very um, kind of Amblin-ish feeling, almost like a Spielberg movie when the kid is discovering something at the beginning of the movie that just, you know, sets it off for the rest of the, the film. Uh However, wishing to emphasize the severity of being a superhero, Mark is caught off guard by his father so his father punching him punching too hard. Feeling hurt emotionally and physically, Mark blows off steam by stopping a robbery in a homemade suit. I do like the homemade suit and they even got their own like little Alfred that they got tailoring all their stuff. Um <clears throat> the little training montage of um well, it's not even like a montage. It's just literally him training, his father training him, him, which is very heartfelt. And I kind of feel like it's the rug is pulled out from underneath us at the end. But I will continue. Um, and his father punching him too hard. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, after the end of this, I'm ready for him to have his own way. Um. So Mark blows off steam by stopping a robbery in a homemade suit. Um, stops the rock guy. Uh, you know, nothing too special about that. Some of the um, uh, action effect I did feel was like kind of weird. It looked like a sticker was going across the screen of the character. And <clears throat> in a way felt like a really high budget film from like 2010. When it comes down to the, the, the animation style. It's just like a... It's like a I think this is 2D animation is what you call it, with a little bit of CG blended. Um, if I'm wrong, y'all just let me know in the comments. I'm not a professional animator or anything like that. I mostly, you know, just talk about it. Don't, don't dabble in it at all, so I don't know all the the, um, the lingo for it. So anyways, um, after a heart-to-heart, -heart, um, so, so Mark blows off steam by Stopping a robbery in a homemade suit. After a heart-to-heart -heart with his father, Nolan takes Mark to meet superhero suit Taylor Art Rosenbaum, um, who creates a proper superhero suit for Mark after choosing to call himself Invincible later. This is um, kind of after what when his dad says, basically, you are invincible. Um, later, Nolan entraps the Guardians and viciously kills them all before falling unconscious from sustaining damage from the resistance. So there's this, okay, 
Okay, so let me let me kind of wind back up. So we get we get we get the suit reveal. Um, I do kind of like how he looks like a like a young Spider Man at the beginning. You know, when Spider Man was in the Tobey Maguire movie when he was had his homemade suit, they were kind of reminded reminiscent of that. You know, getting the the stopping the robbery of the thugs. You know, there's a lot of that kind of going in this um, first episode as well, and so. Um, so he gets the suit, he, he gets the name, and then immediately we see all of the Justice League is like brought to the, this one location where I think it's supposed to be like the, the bat, the bat, uh, the bat cave or whatever. And it, almost immediately when Omni-Man shows up and he's trying to punch, um, one of the, uh, Justice League characters, um, it's just like, oh my goodness, like I immediately knew that. Omni Man was going to kill everybody in that cave, and the vicious way that he was doing started with the Flash, who is clearly supposed to be like a comedic character, even in like the Justice League that we just watched for Zack Snyder's. So he's still supposed to be like the more comedic. They they have a scene in this with him being a more comedic character as well, and him getting his face squeezed. You're just like it's like you feel even worse for him, and so. Watching that go down in accordance with him, uh, you know, ripping War Woman's head, completely turning it in 180, and then destroying the Aquafish Man, and then ripping off the face of uh, the Martian Manhunter guy, which I, which when the Mar Martian Manhunter guy was being called, what the hell was he doing with that kid in that room? In the abandoned place, he was like, that's the furthest I've had to stretch in forever, Sonny. And it's like, what is he doing with that kid? I didn't I didn't really understand. He's like, the kid needed to draw chalk for the, the him to form back or something? I, don't, I was very confused. So anyways, Omni-Man literally rips everyone's head off, or if not, you know, bashes their brains in. And slow. so we basically slowly have a reveal of, who this character is, aka there's a character on the boys that is almost identical to this. So I'm starting to see a pattern, especially because we're within the same company of Amazon, that they are enjoying this um, kind of nihilist character of um, the guise of someone good, but he's actually really heinous. So I did want to talk about that. It was uh, quite a shock. I had heard that there was this big scene at the end of the first uh, episode that was just going to change the game. And I thought it was going to be the death of um, Miss Grayson or something like that. And I was like, all right, so they're going to kill the parent or they're going to kill Anu Man or they're going to kill somebody. I was like, somebody's got to die, damn it. And so... Um, when Omni-Man shows up and I was like, oh my gosh, we have this entire Justice League here and none of them are even up to par as being to, you know, being able to take him out. I mean, he just literally obliterates the Batman character and all the thing is the, the Justice League characters are so cool. I almost wish they, they kept them around. Um, I keep saying the Justice League, but they're the they're the Guardian League or the Guardians. Um, but yeah, it it sucks. They they literally all get obliterated, and so I, my 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 sl my guess would be is that we're gonna get you know a, an eventual showdown between um, 
you know, him and his father. And that's just going to be a you know, bang, slam, dung, whatever. And um, my, my biggest thing is, I guess I'm trying to figure out if everyone knows. I might have missed this. If everyone knows the identity of Omni-Man and his family. Because it seems that they don't. I don't think people would be bullying Tug. What is his name? Um, is his name Todd? I don't think they'd be uh, bullying Mark if um, they knew it. So let me see. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, so I wonder if Am, um, Amber Bennett's going to come back because it seems like she, you know, might have some say in being able to save his butt at school. So hopefully he comes back. I will say I wasn't too thrilled about like the the supporting cast too much besides the Justice League supporting cast um I guess Sandra did her job but everyone else was like all right I mean like the, the two guards at the beginning were not very interesting in my opinion I I feel like I was just a little bit um you know sluggish and that's where I kind of felt like all right we need to pick up the pace we need to chop some scenes we need to, we need to get it going we need to get the get the party going so yeah, my biggest complaint would probably be that the show might be a tad long. But other than that, um, I think it's a pretty solid entry as a uh, a pilot. And uh, I can't wait to watch more. So um, let me know if I should do additional podcasts on Invincible. I might actually go ahead and record a couple additional ones for the Patreon. Um, be sure to check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you for supporting Um the podcast you can support it on all the different uh providers on soundcloud youtube listen live on twitch um what else we got we got all the links in the description on how to um support us the best if you don't want to throw a dollar or two on patreon and get all the lucky doll podcast um early we we have um all the podcasts we release early in full on there and so um, you can also support five stars on iTunes. So thank you for listening, watching, look at all podcasts, whatever you're doing to support. I appreciate it. Um, five stars. Once again, thank you. I wasn't ready before. Now I am. You being a superhero is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Now take me flying or I'm going to tell everyone you're invincible. Sorry, not sorry.